goal! Yes, 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 yes! That was a goal! Striker! Eat that! And another! Bing Bang sticking in! Thank you and good night! What? That was liquid football! Uh, shit! Did you see that? Right. And, and Stan Collymore, yeah. yeah. Key thing. <laughs> you don't want to get those... They're at last. <laughs> you don't want to get those two mixed up, honestly. Oh, like one guy is so <laughs> messy on the ball and the other guy is the Italian porn star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a white male, 35 to 40. Rudy listens to mine, no matter how dumb my decision. <laughs> Nuts and gum. Hello everybody, it's your old friends on Money Madness and welcome to the Liquid Football Podcast. Woo! I'm not sure how much I'm gonna got that I'm gonna keep in, but I'm I no, think no, 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 so, your old friends Jonathan, Neil and Rachel joining you once again to talk about the football that's been happening the last couple of weeks. How's the mood, guys? Uh, yeah, good. I good. am immensely hungover. As is tradition. But, uh, yeah, no, good. Yeah. Uh, somewhat. Yeah, good. Yeah. Rachel, nice and chillaxed. Yeah. Feet on the same table as a microphone, which yeah. is obviously going to affect our audio quality, but... Well, okay, I think it'll only enhance it. <laughs> might, get, might get us some odd viewership, but otherwise... But you know she talks through her feet, yeah. Tarantino would love this. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's an audio fucking format, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we're not putting up pictures of your feet. Yeah. I think that should go along. I think that should be the new podcast logo. <laughs> Just put it right. Just for Tarantino. Yeah. Stand still. <laughs> <laughs> they better be good feet now, or there's no fucking point putting oh, them no, on. they're covered in blisters. It's disgusting. Oh, no, that will actually get us more views that way. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. That's how it works. The worse they are, the better they... Yeah, be. let's go niche the, on this. Yeah, the more they, the more they pay for them. I don't, I don't think, like, the borderline necrophile foot fetish is a the, market we want to go I to. was actually saying that last week like nobody's covering that market it is and now, open. and now there's a <laughs> as I had a blister sometimes as well so um, <laughs> so um, moving on to actual football um, obviously our running show was going to be kind of similar to the last time but we do have two new segments guys Woo! when we finish off our match day 3 and 4 rundown we will have our hand of cards uh, I need to call it the hot of cards, which is completely wrong. Uh, think, it's hand of cards. Net of cards. Yeah. Actually, to be honest with you, it's it's been a hell of a fortnight. So night. many dickheads have oh, just man. come out of the, the fucking. It's yeah. Like after a rainfall, we might have to do a double double helping yeah, of hand of cards be, yeah. this session. Like it's been it's been quite a week. Um, we might need a bigger boat. <laughs> we're gonna need a bigger boat. For we're this. most certainly got to need a bigger boat. Um, yes, and uh, we're also gonna have Var Wars. Um, explain what that is later on, and. We're going to have our first visit from the P45 crew. <laughs> Jingles to come to them as well. After that then, we'll have our stat attack. We'll be talking about who we think are struggling in the Premier League this season. And we'll have a blockbuster at the end as well. So stay tuned for that. So guys, let's get right into it. And let's talk about the third match day, which is about three weeks ago now, considering how late we have been recording. Yep. Our schedule's still a bit fucked up here, but we will eventually... That is my fault. I forgot. <laughs> you did actually forget. I yeah. was out of the country. <coughs> 
<laughs> when you messaged what time you were in to record the podcast, and I was like, oh shit. I'm, I'm north of the border. <laughs> that is how desperate you were to get away from doing this podcast. You actually left the country. I yes. was actually just annoyed that I didn't get tickets to the All-Ireland Final in the GA, and uh, I was like, fuck this, I'm leaving the country. You, just, you, you just saw def- the All-Ireland Final, and you're like, ah, I'm glad I didn't get tickets for that. Yeah. <laughs> you can get it for the replay, because then they can't fucking cash in anymore. That's true. Yeah, that's true. exactly. So, um, Match A3 kicked off then with a Friday night fixture because they're so desperately trying to make this a thing. Um, but it was good news for Jack Grealish because his curse is broken because Aston Villa beat Everton 2-0. That was a fucking laugh. That was just hilarious. I mean, yeah. That, that is really like, wonderful. If you're going to lose to Aston Villa and let Jack Grealish like, get away with winning... Mm. Like, you deserve to be relegated. It's, it's, a, it's a classic Everton thing because... For me, they're the, they're the most hot and cold club in the league. Where like they could have they know, could play brilliantly at home. I don't know, like <laughs> like lukewarm. Like they're just kind of. But they can be hot. <laughs> at man warm. Ooh. <laughs> but now he's gone now. So yeah, yeah. it's quite tense. <laughs> yeah, much definitely. like that slag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's it's like it's a brilliant team. Like they've got some great teams. It's the best they, squad they've had, and they've not, had some good yeah. man. There's some really truly good managers come along the way, and they've just never. It's it's like running to stand still, and it's mm. hilarious. Like the amount of money that gets pumped into that squad to stay seven. Like I just, mm. I, I would kill for all off a lot of the amount of cash that they've been getting. Yeah, but uh, no, they just don't do anything. No. With it. And now they're losing two 0 to fucking Villa. Yeah, Villa. But they didn't even really show up. Like I mean, they left like Wesley basically just walk into the goal. Like which is I actually just quite delighted at the fact that Wesley was able to score a goal because then. All I could hear was fucking Pat, Captain Picard yeah, in my head up, going, Shut up, Wesley! Shut up, Wesley. Anyway, um, then we move on to the Saturday fixtures then. Um, this is a hell of a fucking match. Norwich versus Chelsea. Um, Norwich were really much... It was, it was such a weird game because like both teams just did not fucking bother defending, which is such a weird, the weird thing. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't stop watching it. Like, the first half was like was fucking breathless. Like, it, was, like, it looked like the whole match was being played in 45 minutes. Um, Pookie got another goal, which is yeah. fantastic. The campaign is still... Framers going ahead. Tammy Abraham scored twice. Uh, Mason Mount, again, the apparently the fucking uh, next Frank Lampard, because that's a thing oh. now. The next Frank Lampard? Yeah, apparently. Okay. Yeah, apparently someone saw something very reminiscent to how he plays, but to be fair, he actually did quite good in this, but that's because you're up against Norwich and defending to them is liberal at best. Yeah. yeah. But um, but overall, really good game, and uh, Frankie got his first first win, which is you know something at least. <clears throat> so we also then had a two uh, one win for Leicester against uh, Sheffield United. Apparently, in the last fortnight, Leicester really fucking kicked on, like just Vardy party in full swing. This goal, this game had a fucking cracking goal from Harvey Barnes as well. Mm-hmm. Like he just hit his sweet on the half volley from like 15, oh, yeah. 20 yards out. Just it, there was, there's was no point. You might as well have three keepers in the net. It wasn't going to get Yeah, it's just one of those things where you, you knew the instant the left is blue. Yeah. Like, oh, that's in. Yeah. yeah. That's just fucking... That, it's, that's that's it. It's done, yeah. That's it, exactly. Um, pity as well, because Sheffield have had a pretty decent start in the league, but um, it just wasn't their day today. Just overlapping centre-backs against Jamie Vardy. Somehow... <laughs> Somehow it didn't work, which, yeah, I, which I mean, I'm curious about. Trying to catch up with him is difficult enough when you're not in the same fucking half as him. Yeah. <laughs> or same different time zone, yeah, I think, more than anything so. else. Um, now, so next up then was a uh, 3-1 win for West Ham against Watford. Um, what? Ford? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think most people, most people have that question at this stage. <laughs> um, Sebastian Haller breaking his luck. He got uh, two goals, which is fair play to him as well. 
um, obviously punctuated by a classic Mark Noble Brexit penalty. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much to say about this, just Watford being Watford. Um, yeah, you're having an absolute shocking start to the Terrible season. start to the season, yeah. I think they've like won... They may as well not be in the league, which is what I've been saying for like, <laughs> a long time. Well, you'd be happy... follow through by just forgetting they exist. Yeah. But you'd be happy to know, Rachel, they have very much took action on that since. But uh, <laughs> we haven't got to that point yet. <laughs> we will do eventually. Um, Southampton got a win. Uh, very much thanks to Florin Andone because he got sent off half an hour in. Lovely. And uh, yeah, well done to him because then he got sold to Galatasaray. <laughs> uh, not sold. I think he went on loan, I think. But yeah, that's a hell of a way to end your Brighton career potentially. Just someone like, he got sent off. We lost 2-0. Oh, off the turkey with your son. <laughs> you and fucking Falcao rubbing shoulders. The dream team right there. Well, rubbing shoulders on the fucking treatment. Falcao's yeah. dodgy ass knees. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gineppo was pretty good in this game as well. Like very much, like a lot of talented fans, I, I think I said beforehand, have a lot of hope in this guy, thinking he'll be like a very similar player to Mane. Because they really have the pace on the right with Redmond. They've just been missing somebody on the opposite flank just to feed balls into Ings or Adams, whoever else is there. So he had a really good game. Um, depends on if you're going to keep going for the season, but it's, it's the same kind of type of those players. It'd be really great one week and there might be nothing the next, you know? Yeah. Depends on who they're up against. Now, lads, here's the fucking ba- the first banter result of the match day. That was the first one. That This is the first one. First one. This Villa the- beating Everton 2 0. Not when you compare it to Crystal Palace beating Man United at Old Trafford. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's banter. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. absolute banter. I mean, we should have seen this coming, right? Really? Well, we always hoped. Like, Palace are baffling to me. Like, Palace are, like, somehow a better away team than they are a home team. And I can't understand why. Like, what is it about playing at your home stadium that upsets you so much? But what was even better about this victory was that, like, United equalised in the 89th minute. Yeah. And thought, oh, that's it. Yeah. Point in the bag. Only Daniel found... James with his double first name. Yeah. Did his like heroic look what I've just done? I've just saved Fuck us the point. Well, let's not, let's not forget as well, lads. Um, this is the kind of the big kerfuffle from this from this weekend was the uh, penalty situation. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, Man United had a penalty. There's a big kind of like kerfuffle between Rashford and, and Pogba who should take it. Um, I think Pogba missed the penalty the previous week, I believe, wow. and then Rashford took this one. He missed it, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> so United can't take penalties apparently. I can't almost get my head around this myself because we've gone through. We always had James Milner taking our penalties, you know, and then like last season it was given to Salah and that was it. That was the decision. Mm-hmm. But Milner's a solid penalty taker. He's only missed like one in 14. But again, the, the foe was put down and said, no, Salah's our main striker. He should take the penalties. Some like clubs always insist on the captain taking the penalties, like Mark Noble and, and stuff like that. It's a real old school mentality. Or the captain gets to pick it. Gets to pick it, it, yeah. Choose them, yeah. But this thing I can't get my head around. Like, for me, if I, if, like, if Solskjaer, for me, just needs to show some fucking leadership and just say, he's taking penalties, you're not. Mm. But, again, it, it kind of reinforces what I believe about the club is that the fucking lunatics are running the asylum. Yeah, I just think it's, it shows, like, Pogba's fucking arrogance that, like, he just assumes whether it's been said or not, he's going to take the penalty. Now, mm. it could have been said that Solskjaer said, right, Rashford, you're taking the penalty. But Pogba's like, no, I like control a bitch fit. Yeah, I, I think I'm getting my week mixed up, but I think in the in the Wolves game, yeah, it was a Wolves game, Pogba pulled rank on Rashford yeah. and said, I'll take his penalty, and he missed it. Granted, it was a very good save on Patrizio. No, but, but even like, still. He, he bulleted it, yeah. but it's, he put on a really fucking good height, yeah. Patrizio. So all he had to really do was guess 
Which side? Must mm. guess correctly. Now, I, I know people say, oh, well, that's quite difficult. And I, I know myself, that's quite difficult. But the height that he's put it at is just... He's actually basically... It's, it's, it's mid-range. He's hit yeah. at his face. So if the ball's coming towards you, you're going to react a whole lot quicker. He's not... He's not had to look to see where the ball is to palm it out or something like that. Yeah, so true. Yeah, noggin. Mm. And all he has to do is boom, and it was brilliant. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Although Patricio has been fucking killing it in like it, it was the, yeah it was it's fucking. I think it, was it this game? No, no, it was the game after this. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, some of the saves he made. That was the uh, the Everton game. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. what the. Fuck. One of them was a header where he had to dive around another player. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> that was ball, insane. He was screened. So the yeah. ball came in front of another player mm. and he dove and he was blind for half of it and he still got the fuck. He still clawed it out from the yeah. corner. It was incredible. He really needed a save for the season and he'd have fucking. They'd have just given the award to him there. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah, you didn't get any points for it though because Wolves were not very good in that game. No, as we'll get to very, very soon. But yeah, this is that. Just what a fucking banter result this is. I mean. As you no, said, no, no, what I was saying there as well. The best, the best thing about it was that they equalised in the 89th minute. Mm. Daniel James killing it, great boy wonder to the rescue. Then Pogba loses possession in midfield. <laughs> Palace leg it forward in the 92nd, and Van Aanholt smacks it. But what I what I couldn't understand about it because I, I remember watching the goal again. Love it. It was the fact that Van Aanholt was able to skip past everybody. Like everybody, nobody, yeah. nobody was covering them. No, you know, like it's the the last kick of the game. All you have to do is either mark him or just hoof it out. Like, you could probably be forgiven for thinking, like, oh, it's Palace. Like, what are they going to do in the 90 second minute? But like, they took the lead. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Like, that's, like, the, that's what kind of was that. It's that kind of mentality, like, oh, we're Man United, we're at home. Mm. Like, what's the harm in giving Palace a bit of possession in the last few minutes? Like, we've just, you know, we, we've deflated them. We've equalised yeah. with them. Like, you know, their mentality is down. We're awesome. And then, ha. Palace did a thing. <laughs> they certainly did, and they got. To be fair, like Palace have been low key pretty decent so far this season. They're in the top four at the minute. Yeah, they've had a really good start. Hodgson which is, is up for manager of the month, and I think he should get it over the likes of Klopp. And I'm not sure. I think it's already been awarded. I think um, I can't remember who Oops. got it though. Yeah, <laughs> might have been Klopp. I'm not too sure. I'll have to check. Uh, <clears throat> so. Speaking of Klopp, actually, um, we move on to Anfield for our next game. The evening kickoff on Saturday was Liverpool 3, Arsenal 1. Yes. So, your turn. What do you guys think of the match? Uh, the match we kind of expected to lose. Um, I thought you guys were pretty good for the first half. Like, he's held in the, fairly the, well. The, um, the formation that we had, which was kind of sitting back and allowing the wingers to cross in because we were dealing with the crosses. Mm. It was when in the second half we decided maybe we should stop letting them cross the ball and try to tackle them, but then have them run around us and cross yes. the ball, yeah. which then left it less crowded, which meant that you guys had more space to run into. Mm. Yeah, um, and that was pretty much it. Like I think we Pepe it was Pepe's first start. Mm-hmm. Um, Aubameyang and him didn't quite have the chemistry going. Yeah, uh, had yeah. so like three unbelievable chances in the first half yeah mm. and that was definitely the tactic was to let you have all the possession try and cross it from side to side and deal with it from there and then get you on the break and that so nearly worked on three occasions in the first half mm. that all we had to do was do the exact same thing again and one of the chances in the second half could have come off yeah especially because Adrian was having a bit of a mare at the start of the match because he was like He's basically trying to sweep a keeper, but he's not like it's his first few weeks of trying to be that. Mm. Yeah. So he's doing it badly. He's doing so he's doing something new. 
Uh, another Liverpool friend of mine said that um, for the I think the first half hour or something like that, mm. it was just Pepe running at Van Dyke, and he said that that's the most uncomfortable I've ever seen Van Dyke in yeah. my it was entire the first, career. It's the first time in something like two years that someone's managed to successfully dribble past Van Dyke, yeah. or like some mad stat some like that. Some crazy shit. Mm. Like, uh, I mean, like, almost certainly like a, a stat by some poor fucking Arsenal fan who's clutching that more straws than a masturbating scarecrow. It's, well, it's, yeah, uh, it's 17 million well spent, lads. You've already you've driven past Van Dyke, you've won. But That's it, it. You, well, you're yeah, the Premier League champions. Only though. for the fact that like, some wayward fucking finishing yeah. stopped it. You know? If you're on Gladiators, you would have won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got but, past um, Wolf, Van Dyke, and Jets. There was a huge kind of debate about this uh, in, in and around Arsenal circles, whether or not allowing whether or not to focus on containing your midfield as mm. a pole and allowing your full-backs to run riot worked or not. Now, obviously, when you look at the 3-1 scoreline, it didn't really work. But then when you consider that all the goals came via the th- right through the centre. Yes. So, did it work or not? Because you created almost nothing from your... Well, yeah, that's a good point, you see, because... David Luiz was, <coughs> like, you know, responsible... Directly responsible for, for two, two of, goals, of those three yeah. goals. Yeah. A Chelsea supporter friend of mine said, look, look he's going to do that. Like yeah, you will get that's that. the type of he's defender. A solid he defender, but yeah. he's gonna do that. And it went well, you know, just as well he did that in a match that you were never expected to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it, it's got it got it went better than the last few trips to Anfield, it considering. Yeah, we gone in fairly pessimistic, and we came out more optimistic than we had going in. I think because like it wasn't a terrible performance. It yeah. wasn't like we'd gone to Anfield like last season, gone scored. And then got abs- scored first, and then yeah. got absolutely fucking hammered. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like I think there was elements there that kind of had it like, oh, there was a team tactic. Mm. It just broke down in the second half. Well, what what I would say is that we adapted to it because, mm. as you said, you had the width, the wide areas kind of covered in a sense where, like, you well, had no, we did we didn't have the wide areas covered. We were just allowing you loads of room Crosses. on the wide. So I'm like, they're just well, all. No, but that's like, all that's they're going to do is cross yeah. it in. So they're like, well, if we know what they're going to do, mm. rather than stopping them from doing it, anticipate them doing it and then just run past them. Yeah, and that's very clear, and it was very obvious because Jaka also started, which was another big bone of contention. Mm. Um, that he started ahead of Torreira, especially when you consider that Torreira scored the goal. Yeah, the only goal that we got, and when he came on, the team really called the less there because. He does. He always plays at the base of that midfield kind mm-hmm. of diamond. Yeah. Um, With all the Lincoln play as well. Yeah, as well. Mm. And I think a lot of people saw that the the formation that we played was with an eye on the North London derby the next week, because when we spanked them four two, we played that. The diamond, we did. Yeah. The, we did the midfield diamond. Because I, I feel that's Emery's best formation. Like I think that's that's his yeah, kind of trademark. Ter- with like, yeah. at the base of and Terrera an absolute <clears throat> worldy in the last one. Yeah. Um, again scoring a goal as well so yeah sorry getting back to my debate is that containing the midfield at the sake of letting your wing backs maraud Mm. the problem is is that Liverpool don't create a lot from midfield yeah like when you look at the Liverpool midfield it's Milner oh it's work it's it's work it's it's breaking up players they're not incredibly creative players well they're not renowned as incredibly creative players Mm. now that's not an insult to them no no it's the way we set up a spade is a spade it's not a hammer you can't insult it for yeah but it's just pure workhorses. Where do Liverpool create from? The wing-backs. Yeah. So why let the ring wing-backs run riot? Contain the wing-backs and you can allow the midfield to kind of just... Do to at least try, yeah. To do, run around and do what they want. Mm. Because you've stifled the wing-backs, so Liverpool don't really create. And then 
But then Luis did his thing and, you know... Well, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that, like, the, the, the worst thing to follow then with that is Firmino because mm. he'll draw people out of that space and then Mane and Salah are trying to cut inside. Yeah. That's what they do. They the don't is, stay wide. They cut in. Firmino, like, are, are people still calling him a false nine? Because every time I've watched him play, I was like, no, he just plays as a nine. Where's the false shit coming from? Oh, well, we do, no, we do. I, I still, I still call him a false nine. But then hey, again, I think a lot of pure number nine played. But see, I think point. a lot of people are starting to wise up to the fact that that's how nines should play now. Mm. Like you look at, like look at Spurs for example. Just, they're not altered, like no, I, I just altered what they think. I, a I think a lot be, of people yeah. are paying attention to what we do. Like, it, like sometimes strikers are not just scoring goals now. Yeah. You look at Harry Kane for example in the Spurs team. He is now starting to do link up play. Actually, fucking lack his head in the when yeah. he got onto it in the North London derby was. I think somebody described him as like Lacazette was like a box to box central striker. Yeah, because the they're looking at how they're looking <laughs> at how. Okay, the DVD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like they, they're looking at how like how teams run with a player like Firmino. <laughs> like I think. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of. Like I think Suarez does something quite similar with Barcelona, but of course that team is so fluid up front anyway. You know, but a lot of like players that have those kind of that are more like energy than striking. Let's say. Um, Dortmund run with Alcacer up front for example yeah, exactly. and he's one he's exactly like Firmino but he has elements of him he's more of a he's more of a poacher type of player but he does come, with, come, come forward to get the ball because yeah. obviously then you have Sancho and Rice like on the wing like holy Bonnet, shit yeah. exactly so it's the same kind of idea yeah so um, no I think that's what we're kind of aiming for Lacazette in the middle dropping deep and then you've got Aubameyang and Pepe because it, it just, just plays it plays people in more yeah. like if you like as as a, as we've kind of learned from the Spurs team a lot more especially in the game we're about to talk about yeah. um, when you keep lumping it to Kane and nothing happens that's why because yeah. you're lumping it up to Kane you have to move you have to work it around you know exactly yeah no um, no just go just a quick thing three one decent enough result for uh, a match it wasn't a pasting I it think. wasn't a pasting yeah. uh, when you consider that we've only got one of what would be our first choice back four fielded we didn't start Torreira which was I think a stupid decision mm -hmm. uh, which something which Emery is quite rightly I in this instance getting a bit of flack for because yeah. especially when you consider just how much better the team played when he came on but yeah I'm like what you fucking take a look at that team what a month ago four or five of them hadn't even met each other yeah it's, it's, it is getting there and I think once the Europa League kind of kicks in then you'll have the rotation everyone will have the game time I actually, I actually, think, after the, I actually time. think after the interval you know because I think Tierney and Holding will be back by then and plus you have two massive games over, over and yeah. done with as well so you have yeah. a decent run like and Pepe is pulled out of the Ivory Coast yeah. Guardian squad as yeah. well so interesting yeah, grand. okay so we move on to our Sunday games then last three of the week of the match day and not much to say here. Although to be fair, it was a decent game between Bournemouth and Man City. End up three one to Man City, but Bournemouth were in it. Like they were, yeah. they were giving it a go. Like um, again, I have well, that's to be... all. That's all you can depend on. Bar well, that's all really Bournemouth do. Give it a go, and if it works, great. If it doesn't if... well, Man City have always been a team where like the Bournemouth will play, will try and play at their level, yeah. but just don't have the quality there. So they always get beaten four 0 five 0 so They don't yeah. care. Like they're 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 playing pure. Like they're yeah. trying to be honest. You know. Um, obviously had to be biased and like shout out to Harry Wilson for his fucking wonderful free kick mm -hmm. didn't do much in the end because uh, obviously City then you know copped on and started playing but um, oh we're on a match shit yeah I'm actually <laughs> playing football on the south coast that's so lovely of <laughs> what's his life <laughs> so um, yeah it was a grand bit of a shame though because uh, Charlie Daniels picked up a season ending injury yeah. so that's, that's probably him out I think it was a dislocated kneecap in the mm. end it was pretty really bad so unfortunate for him unfortunate for him um, for Bournemouth overall because 
Um, thankfully, they did actually sign some cover at left back, mm-hmm. but Daniels is obviously their first choice, and yeah. he's been there all the time, so a bit of a shame. Um, we'll skip past the uh, Wolves and Burnley. Not much to say, really. Cool. Wolves uh, off their Europa League Wolves adventure. Exist. That's enough. That's, that's all. Enough. That's all you need to know. Yeah, it's fair. Wolves beat Burnley was a thing that happened. Well, Burnley, I think we're leading for like the most part, and then Jimenez equalised at the last kick of the game. Yeah. Basically, they say oh, both yeah. splashes. Oh, yeah, and I just taken them out of my team. Yeah. My fantasy yeah. football team. Oh, yeah, I remember. Very much, very much as Swift wanted to test skills. Yes, yeah. very much so. Yeah. Go. Uh, but then, banter, banter result number two of the weekend. Banter! Spurs nil, Newcastle won. Oh. Now, this was... I, I'm not ashamed to admit I actually had to go change after hearing this announcement. I had to watch it. And the, the, if the, I watched it now, I'd have had to change multiple times. But the baffling thing is, right? <laughs> New, Spurs started with all guns blazing. They had Son, they had fucking Mora, they had Kane on, Ali, everyone oh, there. The kitchen sinks, fucking Newcastle. Out but the, what, what was New, what was the like the possession stats? Newcastle only had like twenty percent. I think it was about that. Yeah, twenty percent. So that means like every for every five minutes. Yeah. Of that, Newcastle only had the ball for one of them. As far as it, yeah, it's it's, it's some, <laughs> but see, it's, it's also kind of possession where like goal kicks and stuff like that because that counts uh, as possession, you know. I'll actually try and get so the, the stats up here. Actually, I have the stats up here right now, right? Eighty point two percent possession for Spurs, nineteen point eight for Newcastle. So the crowd had the ball more often. Yeah, this is this is a proper FIFA result here, by the way. But look, but here, here's the telling thing here, and this is kind of going to my point. Spurs had seventeen shots, two on target. Newcastle had eight shots and three on target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's More the difference. Not, not even that, but they're actually just doing. They would economical was the right word, but it was the wrong. That would be an economical matter. <laughs> it would be an economical matter, but <laughs> the thing with Spurs was they went full guns, guns blazing and just ran into a brick wall, as opposed to like trying to work around the team and then suddenly. That's like, a very offensive term for a Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I should have went for a brick horse. I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, but yeah. I just thought, like, he just played the Brucey's hands. Like, he came, he comes in with a back five, and you're playing all of your strikers all in one go. And if it works out for the first half an hour, like, what happened, he'd score a goal, mm-hmm. which they did. Uh, and I wouldn't mind, it was a fucking great cross from Atsu as well. It was brilliant. a brilliant cross. No, it was, oh, it was Richie, sorry, not, uh, not It was a really, uh, it was a really well-worked goal. Like, it wasn't something that they just bundled in with somebody's arse cheek. Yeah. Like, it was actually a good goal. Yeah, like, and the first scored. touch was brilliant. Like, yeah. Just played everyone out of it. Yeah. But, no, and, and that's what happens, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think Spurs just were very fucking naive here, and they just didn't look that arsed. It's and like that's what Spurs I was surprised by. supporting the father-in-law <clears throat> type person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was you really, hold, you really, really showed your hand there. <laughs> you really should hope that James isn't going to listen to this. <laughs> father-in-law um, type person. Uh, he, well, um, he's not he your father in law, he's not he was human. Very smug. <laughs> he's actually a dragon. <laughs> he was um, very smug about the Liverpool, as he was trying to like hype it up to be like a Liverpool drubbing of Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, ha, I just wrote to him, like, ha, Newcastle again. <laughs> Why is it always Newcastle? I can't uh, understand. I don't know. But I think I it's the black, the, the black and white lines that they just can't see it. They're like, woo, they kind of go into a strobe effect. And they just like Harry fall. Kane keeps staring at it and he sees an optical illusion. Yeah. He sees his own face. He's like, Aah! It's like one of those hidden picture things. He keeps thinking, if he stares at them enough, that he'll see the donkey. <laughs> he keeps realizing staring. the donkey is himself. He keeps staring at it. He sees Paul Gascoigne staring back. Like, Harry, turn back now. Join Lazio. <laughs> okay. 
So let's move on to match day four then. We'll start off then with Southampton 1, Man United 1. <laughs> Another bad result for Man United, has to be said. Bah, it's been a bad season pretty much so far. I'm like, it's a bad life for the last five years. 4-0, uh, mm. a whipping at Chelsea yeah. aside. Which even the most ardent Man U fan will admit that they were outplayed for vast portions of. But that was a flattering result. That was yeah. just oh, Chelsea. That, that, that's yeah. oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That, there's flattery and then there's flattery. Oh, you and get that. that match result. Like, yeah. holy shit, is that not indicative of what went on in that game? No, no, it was not. But yeah, no, so that, um, in all fairness, they went into this and I was not expecting, I was actually quite surprised that they even got the point. Be yeah, because Hampton, I, I think they got an early goal in. I think from uh, Rashford, who's actually, or Dan James actually, who's had a pre. At least a, he's probably the bright spark from that team. The problem is he has to play with Pogba and Luke Shaw, and God love him, Harry Maguire just coming into like basically a war zone, <laughs> you know. Oh, but shock, like it is a shocking lineup when you look at it. Like, yeah, I know Pogba is this great world name, but like anyone who's ever watched him play football, there maybe like. Five percent of his play is fucking genius. Mm. The rest of it is fucking lazy dribble. It's lazy dribble, and I think he still demands the ball to be given to him so he can at least try to be cool, as opposed to just putting a shift in. Because like the the Man United team, I can't get what they're about. It kind of are they me playing of, like, wingers or what Ozil are they doing? Kind of like uh, Ozil kind of gets slagged for doing for kind of drifting out of the game. Out yeah. Of the game. Kind of being in positions that if the ball gets to him, he can do amazing things. Mm. But the ball will never get to him because you know, yeah, it's a, you know, the side of the pitch or whatever. I think number tens are like that generally, though. Like you look at how Ericsson plays for Spurs; like he's a quintessential number ten. But the thing about his game is that it's as long as the moment you switch off from looking at him, he'll do something amazing. Likewise with Ozil. Yeah. But Pogba isn't the number ten. Now you might try and like pretend to be number ten, but if if like if you had one matter, what on, is he like? He was bought like he's a defensive mid or he's no, a CM he's, or he's he's a, supposed to be a number. I think he's supposed to be a number eight, like yeah, someone who yeah. just bombs forward I, with the ball. That's that's my that was my. But he doesn't initial start thought. advanced. That was my initial thought. Yeah. But then he gave an interview saying that like he doesn't believe. <laughs> it was a really hilarious interview because he said he doesn't really believe in the whole box to box midfielder thing well that very much comes across he he thinks that's very antiquated Mm. but then when they turned around and went ask him what kind of player he would hope he would be remembered for or the player he would want to be he then went oh the player picks it up deep moves it through (laughs) midfield and is then in the in the opposition box to try and finish off (laughs) opportunities I'm like Mm. what's a box box midfielder you fucking idiot yeah He's not, he's, not, he's not the smartest dad boy, is he? No. But that's a, well, that's my point. Like He hopes to be remembered for this kind of box-to-box role, which he doesn't call box-to-box. No. Box. Yeah. But he doesn't track back. He doesn't pick up the ball from deep unless no. he absolutely... Unless he's like literally... He's, like, he's like a player he designed for a highlight to, like, reel. justify being completely caught out of possession by trying to pass it off. Well, if we had the possession at this point, I would have been in the great... That's the know, thing, yeah. like, yeah. He's a, he's a victim of his own hype, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just kind of find it hilarious because I think like the six foot six Vestergaard, I think I don't know, I think he was marked by like by uh, Martial or someone like someone really small. I was like, lads, come on, this is easy. You literally have a fucking deciduous tree yeah. going for the ball. Mark him, the one tall guy on the team. Fuck's sake, like it's like it's, it's not like hard. they all sort of around the went. Oh, I wonder who said Hampton could not try and deliver the ball to. Is it gonna be? Danny Ings, he's pretty small. Right. You know, Che. Where's the sun gone? Who, who, who? Oh, nah, they're not gonna fucking hand it to him. He can't move. Look at him, the size of him. Fuck that. What? <laughs> Just sending it off. How scored? How did he do that? Shock hard. Okay, how could we have ever foreseen such a thing? <laughs> I was about to say, like they would deliver the ball to their tallest player. Yes, the the, the third colossus uh, <laughs> yeah, was able exactly. to equalise with Southampton. 
Uh, but yeah, Marshall would climb up the side with a knife him in the neck, or <laughs> with the music playing in the background. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nerds. Anyway, um, this won't come as a surprise. Man City four, Brighton nil. Yeah. We don't need to see any more. Nah. No. The game was over for the second minute when the Brian scored. Simple yeah. as. The game was over when the instant the Brian actually went onto the pitch. Yeah. That he is just that type of a player. Yeah. And also, exactly. I do believe that Zinchenko isn't actually a person. He's uh, the clone. It's entirely possible. It's, yeah. it's, I don't think they're allowed. They, they contravened the rules yet again by fielding the same player twice. To be fair, though, the Premier League don't have any rules on anti-cloning. Like, that's not going to come in for the next 15 years, maybe. Fucking like, go by Blade Runner. Fake like, dinosaurs. Yeah. Which one is made out of entirely white chocolate, though? Oh, it's De Bruyne, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's all white chocolate, yeah. They just definitely. get the shavings off him, and that's what they use to make Zinchenko. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, no, it's not the fair. It's like a different type of white chocolate. Yeah. Is it like that fake white chocolate, like the white white chocolate? Like, De Bruyne is like Lindor white chocolate. Yeah, the real like, good yeah, shit. Yeah, the Lind shit. Like, Zinchenko is Nestle. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, and that's like chocolate snobs know where I'm going to here. Like, if you go for Lindor, that's the, the fucking dog's bolus white chocolate. Yeah. Nestle, you can t- you can hear the you despair from oh, the kids. I can taste the lard. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking so, of yeah, like, so that's our <laughs> Man City four, Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> taste the lard. Taste the. <laughs> and now we have the title. Now we have the title for the video. Fantastic. Taste the lard. Taste the lard. So, um, West Ham two, Norwich nil. Uh, West Ham winning two games in a row. When's that time that actually happened? I have absolutely no idea, and I really do not want to run the stats on that because I could be there for several years. But um, and also, like life is just too precious. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> if you're looking up West Ham stats, unless you're a West Ham fan, a bit of a stretch. But oh no, there's plenty of very good ones if you're not a West Ham fan. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's true. Actually, Some yeah. hilarious fucking stats, particularly around uh, Chicharito. Yes. Do you, have, do you have one to share with the class in particular? Or? Isn't there one like he's got more Twitter followers than the club and he's only touched the ball on the opposition box twice this so far this season? And now he's gone. And now he's gone to Sevilla, yeah. yeah they actually gone. made a profit on him. Eight million. Yeah. yeah. No, that's ridiculous. That is anyway. ridiculous. Yeah. Although, good result. Uh, good thing to <laughs> say about the game. Any player, any team makes a profit on a player who's gash. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal fans are like, what the fuck? How are they doing that? Why can't we do this? Gentle, Please take Mustafi. Gentle reminder: we made twenty-two million on Danny Ings. Oh, fuck off! Yeah, fuck right off. Although, uh, quick shout out to Andre Yarmolenko who scored on his return from Achilles uh, injury. Yeah, but he was out Perfect. all season last year. So well done. I guess we can call this a banter result. Chelsea two, Sheffield United two. Mm. Chelsea were pegged backed um, two and a half time. And he still and he were held to a draw at Stamford Bridge. Yep. Because of overlapping centre backs. Overlapping centre backs. It's now officially a thing. If it wasn't a thing before, now it's now definitely a thing. Like, I don't see why Chelsea keep falling for the same elephant trap here. Do not go full guns blazing at half time. It doesn't work. You've been pegged back to you first of all, you lost 4-0 in your first game because you were so gung-ho in the first half. Yeah. You were pegged back now in the Sheffield United game. You were fucking ropey against Norwich. You were ropey in the in the other game as well. Just don't do it. Like mm-hmm. taper off. Like pace yourselves. It's not hard. You know, at least Abraham, I think, looks like he's gonna be the first choice um, striker yeah, for them. Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing really well, and I think he does suit that the system they're gonna have. Because especially now when you do have the likes of Hudson Odoi coming in, stop at last. Yeah. Once the, Chelsea get in a proper manager, you're gonna fuck all the youth players out the window again. But that I don't think that's gonna happen. Nah, it's not. Because <laughs> they've given them all like stupid contracts. No, 
Like, absolutely fucking ridiculous contracts. Yeah, I think Hudson Dye's going to be on, like, 200000 a week or something crazy yeah. like that. But then again, that's also a, a reason to get, like, a higher transfer fee off. Did we say that last time? As like, a, the... What was it? Hudson oh. Dye makes more in a week than the entire Leon women's team spend in a year. Yeah. Mm. What was the other one? Or something like that. Yeah. Who was the other uh, Chelsea player that people were after that the Spurs were Loftus-Cheek? Yeah, Loftus-Cheek. Yeah. Yeah, they were offering him, and then Chelsea came in and was like, Loftus Cheek was would out, would it would out earn the entire everybody on yeah. the Spurs team because they had a salary cap, yeah, yeah, not played a minute for Chelsea, like and that was the contract that they gave him. And Mason Mount, Mason Mount, what's on? He's on eighty grand a week. Yeah, like what the fuck? That's more than Ericsson, isn't it? That is the same yeah. as Ericsson. Oh, same, same as Ericsson. Yeah, because uh, the Spurs wage backer doesn't go over a hundred thousand for anybody. Mm. That's why Ericsson so wants to they, leave. Then they broke it uh, for Kane. No, no, Kane is the limit. Kane, that is the, that is as high as they go with Kane. I think it's like just under hundred thousand. I thought they went past there. I thought they broke their race wanted to keep him because there was a huge. You could be right. I, I maybe I'm including stuff like bonuses and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but well, I think see, base, I think base salary. Yeah, like you know, Spurs has kind of fallen into that trap where they were constantly blowing smoke up their brilliant players' arses, mm. but because it's Spurs, they'll never win anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, because yeah. all their you know all their trophies are being cleaned. Mm. <laughs> also have another um, I also have another uh, lovely name for your Roy Rovers um, team Neil uh, Billy Gilmore 16 oh. year old Scottish guy who Scottish lad who came on at the 70th minute when yeah. Sheffield United were going full pelt yeah. replacing Kovacic not the best idea in the world um, Newcastle won Watford won uh, wasn't much to say about this game initially but then uh, it was other a, than Watford exist not even that Watford That's exists, but it was also the game that got Javi Grazia sacked, apparently. Yeah. Just the idea of Newcastle taking points off them was just too much to handle, and Grazia got sacked and replaced by... The guy he replaced, wasn't it? No, it was like... Oh, Kike, Kike Flores. Flores... No, hang on, I'm trying to remember now my Watford managers. You had Ukanovic, who yeah. got promoted with Watford, and then he left because he couldn't a deal on, agree a deal on contracts. So then Kike Flores came in, right, and then he got sacked for Walter Massari... And then it was Javi Grazia, I think. Never heard of it. I actually think, do think I'm forgetting a Watford manager there. They have, they've had so many. <laughs> I am actually forgetting one, I can't recall. Yeah. I'll, I'll look it up next time. Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you remembered one thing from the from the last show. I'm, I am proud That's of That's only because she listened back to it. And when she was listening back to it, <laughs> couldn't remember the answer she had given. Yeah. It was all new to me. I was like, oh my God, fascinating. <laughs> This woman is ripping me off. What the <laughs> fuck? I don't know. I, I, I've actually said this. <laughs> Who does Adama Traore play for? Watford. Wrong. It was Wolves. Fuck. Bad luck. Uh, <laughs> Crystal Palace won Aston Villa nil. Um, this is a quite a controversial game in the end because um, <laughs> Crystal Palace won. Not that it was. <laughs> Are you so, sure now? Because that's that's quite controversial in and of itself. So Villa equalised. At the right at the last kick of the game, right? The the way I like this didn't have VAR to do with it, by the way, because the ref like this is his, his own call and VAR just goes it's already happened, can't do anything. So <laughs> Greenwich is running with the ball, right? Ugh. And he trips himself up while doing a pass to Henry Lansbury, remember him? Uh and he obviously just like Oh, he played for us, didn't he? Yeah. Not Angela Lansbury's grandson. No, it's not Angela Lansbury's grandson. No, but it is, okay. in fact, Henry Lansbury. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually one of your top prospects for years. Yeah. And then, like, went to Nottingham Forest and was never heard again. Mm. Mm. I wonder why. So, Greenish 
trips up over himself, passing the ball to Lansbury. There's no contact in between them. Obviously, he was like shoulder to shoulder with somebody, so it looks like a dive by all accounts. Mm-hmm. But what you do, was. but he, he just trips over himself passing, and then goal goes in. But the moment the ball is going in, the referee blows a whistle and books Grealish, and the goal doesn't count then. Oh my and fucking god! Like it's by all accounts, it should be a draw. Now, I put it to you: Should VAR just go, mate? That wasn't a dive. <laughs> Definitely. I do think, I hate Jack Grealish with a fucking burning passion. Mm. But I do think a lot of those things are like, like mistakes are made by refs. Yeah. Um, When it comes to like off the ball incidences, mm. like anything like that, that there is the capacity for VAR to chime in and be like, here mate, like, yeah, this is after the- happening. Whereas something glances off a toenail Mm. as being offside or a toenails offside or a glance off a fingernail for being a handball in the box and that's a VAR decision that has to be made whereas yeah. why why can't something that's been given as a like a wrong decision on the pitch be overturned by VAR that's the thing because we were saying about that in the Women's World Cup where yeah. it was kind of did it too much with overruling the ref because the ref had no authority in that in that competition yeah. regardless except for maybe frat part they'll just tell them to fuck off yeah. but the thing was you when you do it too much then it makes VAR look like the the authority. The Premier League have gone the complete opposite way, where it's like literally the, the ref having the first shout, which right. I kind of agree with in theory, but they're just picking the wrong battles here. Like they're not, they're making a point not to make VAR the, the narrative, which I can respect. But is that the detriment of games like this, where Villa should have had a should have come come away with a point? Yeah, you know, and like I'm like it's a fourth game in. I'm not gonna say they're in relegation danger or anything like that, but that is a point that they should have had. Which could have easily been fixed if someone had just rolled back the tape and seen it wasn't the goddamn and I'm dive. Sure it is actually on the tape. Like, oh no, VAR would, VAR would do it. Back, yeah. yeah, but the fact the referee had made the call, referee had blown the whistle before it was a goal. Therefore, it was just a technicality that VAR couldn't do it. Uh, if yeah. if, if, like, if the referee, I know VAR has didn't score. Call, yeah. Like he calls in VAR and says, "Oh, was there a chance of handball there or whatever?" Mm. Like. Could the ref, if he's making a decision, like if he was full on convinced that that was a dive? Yeah. And to be fair, it's Jack Grealish. Like, pff, chances are. Mm. Like, what Actually, are the chances he, do, he, do, he doesn't. Legit? He doesn't. He goes shoulder to shoulder, offloads the ball, and then Cahill comes in yes. on the tackle and cleans him out. Oh, no, doesn't clean him out. He cleans him out after, after the pass has been yeah, made. He, he yeah, he makes the pass and then Cahill comes in on it. Now, he does go over it. It's not simulated. I don't think it's not. He, he fell, he tripped over himself yeah, by all accounts, yeah. But, but he didn't appeal for it. Like, he wasn't no. appealing for the penalty. Because he got the pass out. The, thing, like, he, yeah. like, the goal was scored. Yeah. The difference was that it, it's this weird like little glitch in the system in a way where Grealish pass to Lansbury, goal, right? But in between the pass and goal, the whistle had blown. But if the referee didn't blow the whistle, it would have gone to VAR and the goal would have been given. Yeah. So the referee blew too early. Yeah. Which is why I think now that you know that, that rule they have now in the Champions League about the offsides yeah. not being called immediately. Now I can see where that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, the same play, with the World like, Cup, which was actually at the, some occasions quite frustrating, where you see someone through on goal, they score the goal, and yeah. then all of a sudden the whistle goes, and and people were complaining about like, oh, it's give, it takes a drama out of it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's still, it's still dramatic. It doesn't take the, it just shifts the drama from one thing to another. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. is the goal going to stand? Ooh. Anyway, uh, Jack Grealish yeah. is a cunt. Anyway, <laughs> Moving on. Cunt. Yeah, shit hair as well. Um, Again, another great result for Jamie Vardy. 3-1 against uh, Bournemouth. I mean, 
If you want two games for Jamie Vardy to have a lovely time, Sheffield United and Bournemouth are them, right? You have overlapped with centre-backs and Bournemouth playing such a high line they were technically in a different fucking district. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, 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 their goalkeeper has regular counselling for, like, uh, isolating. Abandoning oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> issues. He's so isolated. He's like, somebody please talk to yeah, you. He needs to have, like, he gets a companion dog. Yes. He doesn't need like, because they can't have a second, can't have like twelve players on the pitch. I think it's a problem because I think their goalkeeper is like twenty or something. He's only <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like their first choice goalkeeper because Begovic is gone. Yeah. Um, and plus Boric <laughs> is just terrible. Although fun fact about Arthur Boric, he was spotted in um in Ibrox, um leading the chance for the Legia Warsaw Ultras because that's his hometown club. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. But it's also because it was against Rangers as well, and he was a, like a lifetime fucking Celtic keeper. So, you know, funny how uh, how how small a world this is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, um, Liverpool three, Burnley nil. Um, second uh, evening kickoff for us, and this is pretty much as textbook as it goes, really. In the end, Burnley, as Burnley do, they do try and huff and puff and all that. But well, they just they did open the scoring. They did, in fairness. Although I do think that Trent, you know. <laughs> He did try to cross it in. Chris Wood did the rest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it looked it looked ridiculous in like in real time because you didn't actually see the the deflection on the screen. Yeah. it just does look like Trent just fucks up the ball yeah. and just goes whoop 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 whoop. No 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 gone. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was quite funny. But then after that, then um, we just kicked into gear then, and Firmino did the rest really, and mm-hmm. um, just a solid result and first clean sheet of the season as well, which I was very surprised with. Yeah, it took a long time for that to happen. It did, it did. It helps when you have Adrian in goal, and all of our defenders really want to go home on holiday again. Yeah, you know, but uh, well, yo, Matip clearing off the line as well was a very fucking great thing. That was actually quite good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that does help in fairness. No, Matip, is, uh, Matip has been super actually. That's I think he's getting a new contract this week actually. Mm-hmm. Him and Van Dijk are signing new deals. Which is obviously good news for us. Uh, two more games to talk about then. Um, the uh, shit posting season so far. Everton versus Wolves. 3 to Everton. Um, really, really good game by all accounts. Just open as fuck, really. Yeah, it's like two teams who don't know how to football trying their best. It's, and oh, come on, football harder. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Although to be fair, Wolves do kind of have themselves to blame. I get it; they were they're in Italy, you know, getting into Europe. That's that's absolutely fine. I I don't I don't uh, disagree with them on that. But it's Everton, right? You don't let them play. Yeah. You don't get you don't give them nice things. That's not how this works. Richarlison shouldn't score two goals against you unless you're Lincoln City. And by the way, congratulations for doing the messy celebration against Lincoln. That was. <laughs> You know, well done you. <laughs> you still you still had to score two goals to qualify to get through that game. Um, oh, and Alex Iwobi, um got his first goal for the club as well. Yes, as soon as I take him out of my fantasy football mm. team. Yeah. Nodded in a header. Yes, what do, you, what do you think of the tactical switch? He's now playing on the left for, uh, for Everton. He played on the left for us. Did he play left? I thought yeah. he played no. on the right. No. No, okay. Yeah. Well, that proves But he's my... never scored at his head before, so that's a tactical change. And he's done it twice for them. Yes, because he played against, he scored against the Lincoln game. Exactly, well. yeah. yeah. So he scored two headers, which is probably more than he's ever scored in headers. I don't think I've ever seen him head the ball. I'm trying to think of any chances that he had no. where... That's why they spent forty million on him because they just needed to answer the question: Can Alex Iwobi head a ball? Yeah, forty million well spent. Philosophical yeah. question that needed to be answered. Yeah. And uh, Everton were the only ones yeah. willing to put in the research. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're 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 a brave new world, our Everton. <laughs> but fair, I think actually crazy stat actually when I saw it, uh, Everton are unbeaten in the last six games at home. Mm. Oh. Yeah, so they have yeah. these fucking fortress Goodisons like having Davy Moyes back again. Mm. I think his contract is up like in two weeks, by the way. So we really should celebrate that, you know. 
he will as well. Yes, most certainly. Um, right, last game we'll talk about then is the North London Derby. Um, last game yeah. for the Interlow. And uh, yeah, it was quite an entertaining affair in the end. Yeah, Arsenal being uh, Arsenal and Spurs was, being Spurs. So it was on at the same time as the Dublin Kerry All Ireland final. And <laughs> well, like, there was an overlap of halves. Yes. And so basically, what was happening on the TV that I was watching was Dublin had a really great lead mm-hmm. and completely fucked it up with yeah, a few minutes to go. Shit the bed. And meanwhile, I'm looking, I'm going, oh my god, this is fucking shit. Hopefully, oh my phone's pinging. Wonder what's happening. Oh no, <laughs> Ericsson. Uh, and then it was like, oh okay, coming up to half time. Oh no, we're two 0 down. Coming up to half time. Fuck this. On the screen, yeah. Kerry had just equalised, and I've gone, oh, fuck my life. Yep. This day could not get. I'm up in the north of Ireland, the worst place <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and, and we my just, two teams. And we are, just lost our broad viewers. <laughs> like my two teams are fucking everything up. Yeah. I was, I was in a hellscape of um, emotional, emotional hellscape. Yeah, emotional and, hellscape. and dirtle. Well, see, dirtle. I, I was watching. I had the. Dublin match on one telly and I was watching the Arsenal game on my phone mm. and the Ericsson goal scored we absolutely we were all over Spurs absolutely yeah it was completing at the run of play we should say yeah. I think flung, it was like flung, well it was much like the fucking the first United goal when they beat Chelsea 4-0 yes it wasn't so much against the run of play it was a complete affront to it yeah and when they scored I was like what the fuck alright well in any case Fuck it, keep going. The crowd keep going. Everybody keeps it yeah. up. The keeps the up. The team didn't stop playing. No heads down. Grab. So like, fine. It's a blip. It's gonna happen at Spurs. The difference. Mm-hmm. And then Jacka. Jacka jacket. Yeah. I mean, it's what he does. Like my, my point. Right, like we go back to one of the reasons. One of the fundamental reasons why people hate Mustafi. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that he's a shit defender? Arsenal have had shit defenders before. Shock fucking horror. Mm-hmm. All right, that happens. we've had crap defenders before, and they've never been reviled to the level that Mustafi like is. Everyone reason- remembers Pascal Sigan. He yeah. was by far the worst defender you've ever had. He was so bad. He was horrendously was he bad. Signed as a joke. Possibly, <laughs> he could be actually. He was a Swiss defender, big with the ball guy. Yeah, I think yeah. The, 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 or Mikel Sylvester. There's, but in any case, get back yes. to it. Right? The reason why Mustafi is more reviled than any of those gimps. Is that his refusal? The things that when he fucks up, he blames everybody else. Mm. It's the hand wave, the what the fuck, like um, even just rewatch like our drubbing by fucking Palace. Yeah. When he just allowed Zaha to do pretty much whatever he wanted, to the point where even Zaha was quite surprised. Mm. And he's like, he, Zaha just goes by him, and then he just waves his hands when Zaha scores. And we're like, what are you waving your hands for? You're marking him. You fucking do it. Um, and that's the thing. Jacket did that as well in that game. In that he fucking sighed Son out of it. For no reason. For re- no reason. It's so, such a late challenge. There's no reason for it at all. No reason. No reason. He goes in. In fact, it's so late is the reason why he doesn't get sent off. Yeah. That's how... The, he was so off the boil. He was so off the time, off in his timing. Yeah. That it could not even... Son could not even be considered a player of Do you know what it was like? It was like <laughs> someone playing... Someone playing FIFA and pressing square by accident. That's it. all it was. Yeah. It? Oh shit. I, I forgot the press to change player. But when he cleaves on out of it, he wake, he gets up and starts like waving his finger at the ref, like no, 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 no. I was like, what are you doing, man? It was the most blatant. Blatant. Like it was like um, the, the, I was getting the notifications from your our conversation that we have going. Yeah. I also have live score 
sending mm-hmm. me the notification that there was a penalty about to happen. Had Twitter going fucking crazy. Oh, melted. And yeah. Like, I was literally just going, like, like, it was just like, penalty to Spurs. And I was like, I bet you it's fucking jacket. Just bet you it's jacket. And then I looked down and I saw the replays that, like, someone had put up. I was going, that literally, like, I was just, like, on the verge of tears. It's because got, I was got, like, it's one of those gobsmacking sort of things. Like, yeah. it was literally like, well, like, if there's ever a time to, ha- like, ever a way to hand Spurs a way of not bottling something. Yeah. That's the way to do That's, it. Like they can't. Like Kane is a good penalty taker. As much as it pains me to say <clears> it, <throat> he is good at something. Yeah. And he's going to take a penalty. So like, of course he's going to fucking score that. Um. Oh, it was just fucking. Oh, like, was... b- both 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 their goals were just colossal fuckups by us. Yeah. The first goal was Jaka. Jaka's on Kane. The ball gets lumped in. Loris mm. hikes the ball right because uh, we've been pressing them like fuck. So Lottis, I noticed that as well. They Lottis were really just, bad at playing from the back in that yeah. game. They were horrendous at it. Oh my god, they were brilliant. And as well, they just couldn't deal with the speed of Pepe. Yeah. So Lardis hikes the ball up, and Jack is on Kane, and Socrates runs out. Now I don't know why he does this. He probably realizes that there's no way. Like Jack is like four inches shorter than Kane. Yeah, and yeah. Kane's already beaten him to the jump because Jack is slower than a fucking slot. So Socrates runs. So there's two players on Kane. Hmm. But Socrates doesn't look around him when he goes out to try and challenge for the ball, which he doesn't actually get anywhere near. Yeah. Kane has to pass them. So he doesn't realise that Luis is badly out of position mm-hmm. doing whatever the fuck he's doing. So when the ball goes past him, he's like, oh shit. So Maitland-Niles then has to come in and cover, which he does effectively, only for the fact is that they just run round. Or the shot then comes in. Yeah. So they're all trying to cover space and mark and then when Leno saves the ball nobody's running onto the second ball and just taps it in I'm yeah. it was a really bad keeper from Leno as well Just I to... don't think so no, no. I mean, he's a full stretch diving across the goal and he saved the ball uh, like to expect it, like the, the ball's not plastered so there's not enough momentum mm. in the ball for him to be able to palm it out He's not spilled it. Like he's at full. He's stretch. parried it. Yeah. He's done all he can to Absolute. stop the ball going into the net. This is it. Like the, the secondary thing of someone following it up. That's mm. not his really. That's Th- not. That's his. why there's four. That's not his fault. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's why there's four fair. guys in front of him. Yeah. They had to deal with the second balls. Mm. Now, if the ball's hit at his chest area, uh, where he could potentially catch it, or even if it misses his hands, it can, it'll hit him in the chest. Yeah. And yeah, he can yeah. Scramble it. That's spilling it. Going at a full length stretch dive over your head, cross the goal, and hit get it and getting your hands to the ball. That's not spilling it in my. That's a, it's actually one of the few th- his the criticism of him is one of the few things I'm weighing in at online. Mm. So when I see people slagging him off on Twitter or Facebook, I'm going in. It's like actually no, you can't. Like that's too much to expect a goalkeeper to do. Yeah, you know you can't do that. It's like expecting a goalkeeper to cover the entire goal. On a free kick. It was like it's 12 feet wide. That's why you've got the wall. Mm. If the other guy can get the ball over the wall and into the goal on the opposite side that you're covering, nobody's going to be looking at you. Like It's unfair for somebody to criticise you there. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's unfair to criticise Leno there as well because he's done his job. It's it's, a, it's not a worldy of a save, but it's a, he's had to save the ball in a way that means he can't catch it. Mm. And it's just... like It's bottled... Like, when you when you're allowing players running in like completely clear like that in your box, like 
you're going to concede a goal. Like, I don't understand. They yeah. Slagging off Leonard there, I think, is just... Uh, it's it's arse covering because our defence defense shit the bed. Yeah. And we have to be bailed out by our ridiculously good front. I was about to say, I think the uh, the goal right at before half-time was oh a fucking God, lifesaver. Like fucking shot in the arm. Oh, yeah. And that was fucking Lacazette with a fuck off. Yeah, it was just a probably just... No, done. Yeah. The, the way he does that, I think uh, another friend of mine said, oh, that, that was such a Van Nistel right thing. Because Van Nistelrooy yeah, would, yeah. Nistel would always do that. He'd, like, he'd get the ball to within like four yards and absolutely just yeet it, it yeah. and absolutely wallop it in. Yeah. And yeah. That's what he did. He didn't tap it. No, man, no side foot. Like, yeah. Fuck. Bang, <laughs> 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 indeed. You can actually hear the ball to bam. The, the ball's actually screaming in pain. Yeah. And, it's going, and, then, uh, and then the second half was all Arsenal again. But yeah. like this time it was actually justified. He'd only got the... Another goal to reflect it. He has had it one chalked off for offside. Not given by Vardo. It was referee's call, unfortunately. But, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, but it was, unfortunately, just, just slightly offside. Yeah. Um, 2-2 was not a fair result on the balance of play, but no. this is what happens when you have a yeah. shaky defence. You yeah. don't get the games you deserve. Again, I thought Guendouzi was unreal. Guendouzi had a brilliant game. Brilliant. I think it was fantastic in the second half when he, he got, got his, the freedom. He got, his, he got his French international call-up after that. Yeah, yeah, replacing Pogba. Yeah, mm. replacing Pogba. Yeah. Um, you know, his, he got the assist for Aubameyang's work. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, oh, got, his ball. That ah. was fucking unreal. But, like, just the off the work rate off the ball to yeah. kind of track down and chase down. Like, he had, um, I was watching the highlights, and, like, there was, like, something But it was like, discipline as well. There was no even, dodgy fouls or anything. There wasn't like, a Jacka coming in. No, that's the difference. Um, well, actually, just on Jacka there, um, he was playing against Ireland, and oh my god, he was terrible. Yeah. So bad, but he made a tackle. I think it was on Glen Whelan, and Glen Whelan had already pegged the ball the far side of the pitch, so the ball had travelled from one end of the pitch to or one side of the pitch to the other side of the pitch, and then he and then tack- he tackled I the think back it was, of his leg. I think it was Duffy he did that on because there was fucking handbags after it then, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. no, it was Duffy actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah because cool. then Duffy did the. Well, Put a number on um, on the keeper down, and Jack yeah. going like, "What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing?" I was like, you know, yeah. "I'm doing what well, you do." Apparently, he is taking a breather, taking a step back from football over the next few weeks, um, as he is awaiting the birth of his first child. Jacka. Yeah. Well, that's so, a that's a relief for you. But I think <laughs> this is very cleverly kind of like oh, you know, yeah, basically someone's had a word in his ear saying yeah. you need to, and then like they're kind of you need to work oh, your time and me. You know, yeah. You know, it's like. Uh, Right, we're just going to use this excuse as yeah. you know your child's coming along and you need to have a focus at home. Yeah, and, and, if, and fix the square button in the controller. That's ter- no, but he's fucking terrible. Like it's it's his timing is so bad now. It's mm. really really fucking. And I wouldn't even mind, but like it's always been known. Like even Wenger, Wenger yeah. was known. Like, the only thing Wenger ever said about Jack was, "I keep telling him not to tackle." Yeah, I was like, "I keep telling you, do not tackle. Whatever you do, do not go to the ground. I don't care what. It, I don't care if you're the last man back or whatever the fuck." Run with the guy. I know you're not the quickest. Yeah, but, but run do, with him, yeah. do not. You're the worst slide tackler ever. I think he said something. Was like, he's got a peculiar way of slide tackling, whereby every tackle he makes looks far worse than it actually yeah, is. Yeah, because he's that. He's bad at it. That's now I, I don't understand how he could have made the song tackle look any worse because he literally scissors him. Like, when you when you look at someone like WWE, style. like I yeah. actually don't mind song as a, a song as a player. Like I actually. Quite he was probably the one him. threat from that Spurs team. And so, and he that's always off. seems to turn it up against yeah, Arsenal yeah. anyway. But I actually rate him as a player. Um, he's he's probably, him and Ericsson are probably the two Spurs players that I actually would give full credit to yeah, for being no, good players. I, I would, mm. Yeah, I hate um, Son, I think. Son, Son Mora. Son is literally one of the 
best players uh, counter attacking. But I've yes, seen. he's the one. He's a pure counter attacker. The way trans, I've never seen a more specialized player t- transition the like of winning the ball back into an uh, old now. But now it's that score. awareness of being able to go between centre back and full back and not be offside either. So yeah. you're kind of like in that kind of weird square. And then you just turn it's and a, run. It's a peculiar speciality, and he does it really fucking well. Yeah. But yeah, like, but he's quite an honest enough player that when, like, it was just kind of like seriously. Yeah. Like what? It wasn't the kind of like a get out of my face aggro thing. It was just like how fucking stupid are you? Well, he compared that with like the Kane. Um, I can't even call it a dive. It was just like oh. he just he just put his arse on the other person and fell over. It yeah. was such a bad, like, you know, like, oh, come on, fell me, fell me. But no. I'm all in favour of Sky, I think Sky Sports did that where they showed it to him. Yes. Afterwards, and they made him, <laughs> they made him talk through his dive and you can just see it in his, even in his gormless face, you can even just see it. He's like, well, it's one of those. And he, he fobs it off, well, it's just one of those, it's 50-50. I was like, what, 50% of dive or 50% of dive? <laughs> 50% of 50% is 100%. absolutely no chance in hell, like, don't get me wrong, Socrates is well. Socrates has got some serious shit house going on, but mm. even he's like, dude, are you taking that? Yes. Stop <laughs> presenting for me. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But uh, yeah, we should have, we really, really should have won that. Indeed. Um, yeah. So, um, to cap this all off, then I'll show you the Premier League table. Um, not much to say at the minute, because obviously for only four games gone, but Liverpool are the only one with a perfect record so far. Man City close behind on two points. You're a top four in the Champions League spots. Not going to stay there, mind Palace you. Palace is number four, aren't they? Leicester third on eight points. And Palace, Arsenal, Everton and West Ham all on seven points. Yeah, but they're top because they're goal difference. Indeed, they? indeed. Yeah. Uh, we have a few on five points then, which is Man United, Tottenham, Sheffield United I'm and Chelsea. I'm actually Man U with five points at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah same there. No. Yeah, that, no, it's, I think it's a bit disorienting. The, the memes about Old Trafford is like, oh yeah, oh, I look. Never drive. I never drive near Old Trafford because everybody picks up three points there. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was gonna make a Danny Drinkwater joke there, but I thought against it. Um, so, so a few teams on four points then from twelfth to sixteenth: Burnley, Southampton, Newcastle, Bournemouth, and Brighton. And then currently uh, fighting for relegation again. Might not might change by the time this goes out. Uh, Wolves seventeenth, Villa, Norwich, and Watford. Uh, on one point, everyone's on the board so like far. My my problem could be solved in the season. Like mm. the two of them just leave the Premier League, and I don't have to think about them again. I highly doubt that's gonna happen, but you never know. Yeah, let, let's find out. Let's find out. So we're gonna take half time here. When we come back, we're gonna be dealing out our hand of cards. See you then, guys. Weird.